Hello and a very warm welcome back dear listeners. This is your host Sharmishta back with episode 2 of The Terror at Bishalgarh. I was somewhat in a state of confusion. What was this about a ghost with a body? Was such a thing even possible? Even if one were to understand it, such a thing about a ghost or a spirit happened only after a soul left the body. After that, there was no question of a ghost with a body. What did this man mean? The evening shadows slowly lengthened and it was time for me to leave for the palace. The king's carriage would be here soon. Sure enough, in about half an hour, I heard the sounds of horses' hooves. There was a knock on my door. I saw the old widow standing there. Sir, Raja Bahadur's carriage is here. She was looking at me with a worried expression. I snapped my suitcase shut and picked it up. The lady was still standing there. I guessed she had come to collect the rent. I pulled out my wallet. How much is the rent, madam? The widow gave me a pale smile. Sir, you can pay whatever you wish. I have anyways not come here to collect the dues. Then I only came to ask you, do you really want to go to Vishalgarh? Yes, madam, I do. Can't you wait till tomorrow morning? No. In fact, I shall be returning here tomorrow morning and will be taking the afternoon train back to Kolkata. But sir, will Raja Bahadur allow you to return? What do you mean? Won't allow me to return? Oh, no, 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 sir. I I didn't mean anything. I am just an old woman rambling away. Uh okay if you have to go there's nothing to be said but please wait a minute here i shall be right back she returned soon walking up to me she said in a sad voice i had a son you remind me of him had a son why is he no more <laughs> no sir It's been 3 years now since I lost him. When I saw you, I was reminded of him. Ah, uh, uh, I'm truly sorry, madam. If I may ask, what happened to him? Had he been ill or something? No, sir. He had never been ill. One night he took that path and went into the jungle and never returned. that is why i am scared that is why i don't want you to take that path during the night i understand your concern madam but don't worry nothing will happen to me i am simply going to the palace and i shall be travelling in the king's carriage <laughs> that's why i am worried sir that is why i am scared 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 of what Oh, oh not, not nothing 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 i have gone mad sir i'm speaking rubbish let it be 
but can I make a request? She held out an open palm. I saw an amulet there. Madam, uh, what? What is this amulet? What will I do with this? You don't have to do anything, sir. Just let it hang around your neck. And how will that help me? How it will help, I do not know, sir. But it won't harm you either. If you wear this round your neck, then the spirits cannot harm you. <laughs> Madam, like all those people there, you are scared of spirits too. Let me tell you, I am not scared of them and neither do I believe they exist. Whether you believe in them or not is up to you, sir. But what's the harm if you keep this amulet round your neck? Won't you listen to this old woman's request? I couldn't say no to her and picking up the amulet, put it round my neck. Walking out, I saw the horse carriage waiting for me on the other side of the road. It was quite dark already. Suddenly someone tapped my shoulder. It was one of the guests. He came closer and whispered in my ears. Sir, be careful when it strikes midnight. The creatures of the jungle awaken then. Hardly had the man completed his sentence that a shrill laughter came from across the road. I peered into the darkness. A tall form was standing near the horse carriage. It was all hazy and shadowy, but there was no doubt in my mind that the laughter had come from the man across the road. The guest who had come to caution me quickly turned and hurried back into the guest house. The man across the street walked up to me. Binoy Babu, what that man whispered to you? I heard it very clearly. I was surprised. How had this man heard? The guest had whispered in my ears. It was impossible to hear it from across the street. Perhaps this man had extraordinary hearing power. And how did he know my name? Was this Raja Bahadur himself? <clears throat> Are you Raja Rudra Pratap? No, I am his humble servant. We are getting late. Please come. I boarded the carriage with his help and soon we were off. The carriage sped through the jungle path, its two lanterns on either side lighting the way. The thundering of hooves on the path echoed all around. Once again I was amazed. The entire path was uneven and covered with stones. How was it possible for the horse carriage to go at this speed? I wondered. I do not know when my eyes closed and I dozed off. A jolt of the carriage must have awoken me. I looked around. We were still travelling. I lit a match and held it against my wristwatch. It was twelve midnight. The carriage was racing along the jungle path. From somewhere deep in the jungles came the howl of a dog. I shuddered. It was such a pained howl. Immediately another howl followed 
and then another. The mountain seemed to echo with those howls, tearing through the darkness. The horse suddenly stopped, perhaps out of fear. I heard the man comforting the animal in a low voice. The horse began a slow trot again. Suddenly, searing the darkness came the collective howls of jackals, enough to turn one's blood to ice. The horse stopped again and I was tempted to open the carriage door and rush back to the guest house. And then I saw something else. Just a little ahead of us there shone a blue light. The man got off and began walking towards the light. And what shocked me was that the light seemed to penetrate the man right through and fall on my face. Was this even possible? How could the light penetrate through a body of flesh and blood? I picked up my flashlight and shone it in the darkness around me. And what I saw nearly drained the life out of me. All around the carriage were armies of jackals, their eyes flaming red and dripping tongues. They were watching me hungrily. The man was in the meanwhile heading back to the carriage. I wanted to shout out and warn him about the jackals, but no sound came from my throat. As I watched, my eyes rounded with amazement. The man was walking towards the carriage, muttering words. He clapped his hands and then boarded the driver's seat. I looked around. Not one jackal was in sight. I rubbed my eyes. Had I imagined it all? In the darkness of the night, the perils begin. Binoy had been forewarned, but had chosen not to believe it. A tussle between reality and non-belief. A battle between Binoy's mind and what his eyes see. Join me soon as I bring to you the next episode of this mind-fuddling story. Stay tuned.